that part of that song before. I, I heard the part that, that uh, uh, my life belongs to you. Amen. Uh, I, I, I give myself away so you can use me. I, I've heard that. I've internalized that. It sounds real good, but it said you are my presence. I mean, right now. Oh, God. You are my future. And you know what? We look better in our future. We look better than we did in our past. Right now, God has brought us from someplace. And we praise the Lord today. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's give the Lord a hand. Praise God. Praise and worship on today. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you, Lord. Magnify your name. You alone are worthy. You're worthy of all of the praise. Thank you for allowing us to come together one more time to give you glory, to give you honor, to give you praise, to fellowship with the saints of God in the house of God, to hear your word, God, to rejoice in the God of our salvation, to apply your word to our lives, that we might be able to glorify your name. We might be able to let our light shine before others that they may see our good works and bring glory and honor to your name. God, we thank you. Bless this word to the hearers today. Oh, God, to the speaker first, Lord, let your word come alive in this house on this day. Bless the saints, Lord God, all over this land. Bless those that are connected with 3Ps via social media platforms today. God, we pray for your people here, there, and everywhere. Be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Please be seated. We praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm just so grateful to be able to be called a child of God. I'm so grateful that I have an inheritance amongst those who are sanctified, those who are set apart for the use of God. I'm glad that he called me out of darkness into this marvelous light. I'm, 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 I'm ecstatic. God's just been that good to me. I don't say that in a boastful way. I say that in a humble way that I remember where God has brought me from. And that's what propels me into the future. Because in his presence right now, he's blessing. He's blessing us even right now. Allowing us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. What a blessing that is. Amen. So we're so grateful again. Today, uh, just a thought I'm going to leave with you today. This is first Sunday, this is Communion Sunday, amen, where we uh, fellowship around the table of the Lord. Uh, Pastor Jones will be leading us in that uh, after the message, praise the Lord. So glad to see Brother Mark. He's standing strong after all of the pain he's been going through. God is still downloading to him, amen, still giving him poems to write the, uh, that's lined up with his word, praise God. Mama Sonia's face is lit up because her son is doing better. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We don't take God's goodness for granted. Ye, amen. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord deliver him out of them all. And somebody said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man, blessed is the woman, blessed is the boy and girl who trust in him. Praise God. So we thank the Lord today. Amen. Well, you see the thought up on the, on the screen. Lord, help me make it through the night. Oh, my God. Has anybody ever been there? 
Anybody ever been there where you're just longing for the sun to rise? For the sun to come up, for the dawn of a new day. You ever been there where you've been struggling through the night? See, we, we know what night is, you know. This is daytime, and it's light. We can see where we're going. In the natural sense, night comes, light, street lights come on in places where they have street lights. Back in Oklahoma, we didn't have street lights. We had the moonlight. I think it was one street light on the whole block. But, you know, nighttime is that, that dark time, you know. But in another sense, it's, it's that uh, condition of, or, or, or period felt to resemble the darkness of night, a uh, time or place in our lives, such as a period of dreary inactivity or, or affliction. Lord, help us. Lord, help me make it through the night. Now, listen, I understand some things are self-inflicted that come up to why sometimes I can't sleep at night. You know, that chili cheese dog with raw onions and a bag of chips at midnight. And they go, well, you know, you're going to have a rough night. <laughs> if you, you may not be old enough to know what I'm talking about now, but you... If you eat like that before you go to bed, you're going to have a rough night. You're going to be looking for some Milana or some Pepto or some Tums or uh, uh, Mums or something. <laughs> you're going to need some help, see. But there's other things, you know, real-life situations that causes us distress, that causes us some sleepless nights. You know, it's that time when everything gets quiet. You know, during the day, there's hustle and bustle, sirens going off, horns blowing, freeway noise, you know, uh, TVs are on, radios are on, kids are running and jumping, and, you know, it's just a lot of things going on in the daytime where sometimes you don't have a whole lot of time to think about those things that's really on your mind. But when nighttime comes, when you, when, you, when you lay yourself down to sleep, when you lay your head on that pillow, and sometimes it seems like sleep flee away from you, and you're left there on your bed and your mind, it's me. Anybody ever been there or is it just me? You know, um, so forget about the chili dog. We can do, we can eliminate. You know, we can eat a granola bar at 8 o'clock in the night, you know. That, 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 that won't cause you too much grief, see. But, but when it comes to those things such as the stress from the events of the day, sometime on the job, you know, sometime uh, in the midst of, of this crazy political season we're in, you know, sometimes people can't sleep. <clears throat> what if this? Because I'm telling you, uh, especially after midnight, the what-ifs come up. <clears throat> and, and what abouts? And, you know, those things come up. And sometimes we're saying, Lord, help me make it through the night. You know, uh, uh, sometimes, you know, the Bible tells us, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Don't, don't go to bed angry. Because if you go to bed angry, one thing, you're not going to be able to sleep. And another thing, you're not 
there's no, you, you're not looking for a remedy for whatever the situation is that got you so angry. But anger and frustration can cause you to be flipping around like a fish out of water, laying in the place that's supposed to be a place of rest. <coughs> Sometimes we're saying, oh, God, help me make it through the night. My heart is broken. Every time I close my eyes, I can see this, or I can see that, or I remember this, and it's still night. God, help me make it through the night. Sometimes we have wayward children. Sometimes we have wayward grandchildren. You keep getting older and older, wayward great-grandchildren. And sometimes we're wondering, where is the boy, where is the girl at now? 12 o'clock, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. You know, is the phone going to ring? You know, we, we have these situations that come up because it's gotten real quiet now. And, and, and those, 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 those storms of life are, are raging and the wind is blowing, the waves are battered against the ship. You know, sometimes we can have a feeling of guilt and it could be for a good reason that we should feel guilty if we have wronged someone, if we, had, if we have said the wrong thing, done the wrong thing. Sometimes we, we said, oh, God, help me make it through the night. You know, uh, you know sometimes unforgiveness. It, it's not forgiving is a, is a bad thing. It, it takes work to not to forgive. I, I got to work at it. No, no. you don't, and, and, and then I have the nerve to say, Lord, you don't know what they've done to me. God is it really? Really, I know everything. I know the thoughts of your heart. I know your thoughts before you even think them. But sometimes we, we're battling with, with uh, the notion of not forgiving. We're battling sometimes with the feeling of guilt. God has a remedy for every situation that we can have at night. In that quiet time, God has a remedy. Sometimes, you know, we said, you, there's people even right now as we're speaking, someplace in, across the world, it's night now, even though it's day over here. Some people, is, for instance, in the military, some folks' life, you know, said maybe some Ukrainians right now whose life is on the line. And, and bombs may be going off, and, and, and missiles flaring, and shots is going off, and somebody said, Lord, help us make it through the night. Help us to close our eyes and get some sleep, and, 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 and don't worry if, if, the, if the building is going to explode, God, help us make it through the night. You know, sometime in, the, in our inner cities in the United States of America, somebody's saying, Lord, help us make it through the night. Bullets are coming through the walls, and and, and folks are smashing and grabbing and all kind of things could have happened. People are being mugged and raped and murdered on the streets of some of these cities. God said, help us make it through the night. God, my wife is on her way home from work. My husband is on his way home from work. God, there's, there's freeway shootings. Oh, God, help us make it through the night. You ever been so sick? You just couldn't wait till the morning. Seemed like for some reason, Here's a doctor in the house. See, it seemed like stuff get worse at night. Why I don't have no 
scientific information. But I know if my nose is clogged up now, tonight it's going to be really plugged up. You know, things seem to get worse at night. Sickness and, you know, disease. And we, we all have known someone who has battled with cancer. And we may see them during the course of the day. And we can see that they're struggling and they're going through. And, but we, we go on our merry way. We pray for them. We intercede for them. That person goes home, deal with the treatments, deal with the pain, all of those things that can be said, God, help me make it through this night. Give me one more night, God. The death of a dear loved one. Sister Carol, we're praying for you still. You know, suddenly. make it through the night because God is hard it's heavy God we need you see God will help us make it through the night a few weeks ago something was so heavy on my heart I couldn't sleep and the spirit of God said get up and write an email I did that what the Lord said I went right back to sleep the next night, I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, that email was too strong. This was about 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I couldn't go back to sleep. I'm flipping around. I hear the Spirit of the Lord say, write another email. <laughs> and this one was one of, 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 of apology. Of, of, you know, I'm just talking about it. Now, look, y'all, I'm just being real now. I ain't walking around here on water, you know. Somebody says, oh, the pastor walk on water. Only way I can walk on water is I pour it on the floor and say, see, I'm walking on water. Jesus walked on the water, see, and, and, and he didn't sink. Praise God. So, so God, help us make it through the night. And I, I, I chose that subject. And the Lord kind of put these things in my heart because I know we struggle sometimes in the middle of the night. <clears throat> Psalms 30, verse 1 through 5. Don't you know that God has an antidote for everything? I don't care what we're going through. God has an antidote for it. Thank you, Lord. And, and you know, God wants us to surrender to him. He wants us to humble ourselves before him. He wants us to draw close to him and, 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 and sing that song to him that we just got through singing. You know, I give myself away. Whenever we're wrestling, whenever we're struggling, and a lot of times it's for a good reason, but God has said, I got an antidote for you. You know, you remember he told us, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. God is bringing us to a point where he wants us to rest in him, to trust him in the middle of the storm. But I, I'm telling you, the storms of life can get pretty heavy. You know, I, I'm not running around here every day talking about, I'm on the mountaintop. No, sometimes I'm in the valley. Sometimes I need a word of encouragement. Sometimes I need to hear a word from the Lord. Sometimes I need to hear the baby cry inside of me. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about, do you? I need to hear the baby cry. That, that baby in me. <laughs> to when the Lord shows up, Brother Steve, and he, and he speaks to me. And he touched my heart. And, and water began to well up in my eyes. And, 
And then I can go back and say, I remember the times in my life where I say, I'm a man. I'll never cry again. Mm. And God said, that's what you say. There was nothing in the world that was making me cry. But when I start hearing the word of God, when I hear, start hearing the songs of Zion, didn't even know what it all meant. <laughs> my eyes start watering up and lips start trembling like it's doing now. <laughs> you know, uh, God, thank you. So I had to drop the saying, Sister Maria, I ain't going to cry no more. No, I'm crying. Because God, sometimes my heart is broken. Sometimes things hurt. You know, to see the condition of the world and the condition of people today, your heart goes out. To see people bereaved and in pain, it, it, it brings tears to your eyes. And then you say, thank you, because that's God, Sister Janet. It's, it's God who gives us a heart of flesh, who gives us a heart of compassion, who gives us a heart of mercy. Oh, God, as Pastor Job was preaching and teaching and, and sharing this morning, it was just the word of God was just so blessed and said, God, all of these things you have done for us. God, you sent your son Jesus Christ to die for us that we can live forever with you. All right. Psalms 30 and 1. David the writer. King David of Israel. David the psalmist. Wow. David wrote uh, in the line of Jesus Christ. David the anointed one. David the prophet. He said, I will extol you. I will exalt you. I will lift you up, God. See, I believe he could have sung the same song, I give myself away. Anybody ever just have it in your heart to give God praise? And I'm not talking about when the refrigerator's full and you got a few dollars in the bank account and even the kids is acting right. But what about exalting God and giving him glory when things are not so good? God, I thank you. God, I praise you. God, I magnify your name for who you are. And because of who you are, I give you glory. He said, I will extol you. I will exalt you, O Lord. See, see, some things is only for God. There, there's, there's no extolling man. There's, extol, there's exalting the Lord. See, he, he, and it's, it's important to know who he is. See, you can't praise him if you don't know him. But when you get to know him, you can't do nothing but praise him. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you know what, Brother Chuck, ain't nobody got to stir me up to praise the Lord. I don't need nobody to get up. Come on now. Come on now. Praise him. No, no, no. Praise is in my heart. For the God of all creation. So in this passage, it's, it's a short passage, five verses, but it's, it's very deep. He said, he said, you have lifted me up. Now, if y'all hear anything that applies to you, just say amen, and we'll get through this real quick. I will exalt you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up <laughs> and, and listen and, and have not let my foes rejoice over me for those naysayers for those who had wanted to see our downfall he, he said God you have not let my foes rejoice over me because God you've been my shelter from the storm you've been my covering see 
Thank you, Lord. He, and he said, oh, Lord, my God. Have you ever had to go there? I'm talking about where's where that, Pastor Amanda? When things get real tough and you cry, oh, Lord, my God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, my God, I cried unto you and you healed me. I'm talking about over in the midnight hour. When, when, the, when the crowd is thin and the lights are dim. God, I called upon you and you healed me. Thank you, Lord. I, the Lord, you know, you, you all know, I went out there and played 18 holes of golf Friday. Now, mind you, my feet was hurting, my knees were stiff, thumb, finger was a little swollen up. But three months ago, I, I started rejoicing out there. Since I started rejoicing out there on the, on the golf course. I was walking up this hill trying to find my ball that was lost. <laughs> and I'm saying, praise God. God, I couldn't do this three months ago. I called upon the Lord, and he healed me. See, and I don't know if it was Sandy's belt or what, but I got in my closet this morning, got a belt. I said, it's thin. I'll put it on. What? It wouldn't connect. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the Lemac box, we used to call it. And I said, God, thank you. You healed me. If any man glory, let him glory in the Lord. So let's dial back into David's life here. Oh, Lord, my God, I cried to you, and you healed me. Oh, Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave. The man was dying. I don't know what part of scripture or just where it was, but he was in a dire situation. It don't matter your title. He was the king, yeah, but he's sick and he died. He, he, he's the king and he didn't sin. He, he's the king and he didn't stole Bathsheba. All these various things that happened in his life. But here he said, oh, Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave. You have kept me alive. When all, Brother Dave, when all information would have said we should have been dead, God said live on. Not only live on, but declare the glory of God. Remember when they asked him, who, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he should be born blind? Jesus said, didn't nobody sin, but that the works of God would be glory, would be made manifest in his life. How a man who ain't never been, hadn't even been born sins. <laughs> but I show you the way of the world. But the way of God is righteousness, righteousness and holiness and joy in the Holy Ghost. He's saying, you brought my soul from the, up from the grave. You kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. It's many times, and, it, and again, I'll throw out them amens if it ever hits you, where you know you could have been dead. You know you should have been dead. You know the, the thing was real bad, and, and God brought you out. Amen. We, listen, we should not forget what the Lord has done for us. We should never forget where the Lord has brought us from. If you want to find power in the name of Jesus, remember what the blessings, the mercy, the grace that God has bestowed upon you, then you can lift up your head and say, you know what, I'm going on with Jesus. I'm going to trust God in this situation because he's already showed me he'll deliver me. He delivered me from other situations. And so, all right. Listen to this, and this is where the blessing comes in. There, there's victory in praising the Lord and not just lip service. It has to come from your heart. You got to know where your help comes from. David said,
says, sing praise to the Lord, you saints of Him. How many saints in the house today? And he said, sing praises to the Lord, you saints of Him. Thank you, God. And, and he said, and, and give thanks. You look at this. Communion is sitting here. You know, we do this in remembrance of him. Uh, he, and here David, back in the Old Testament, uh, coming out of a sixth spell, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name. I'm telling you, when you're saying, Lord, help me make it through the night, start thinking about the remembrance of his holy name. Start thinking about his righteousness. Start thinking about glory in heaven. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. He say, now listen to this. He said, for his anger is but for a moment. You know, sometimes we don't forgive ourselves. God forgives us. He throws that sin in the sea of forgetfulness. And God said, come on, take my hand. I want to take you someplace. And sometimes we can blow it and we won't forgive ourselves after we have asked God to forgive us. We still carrying around a weight of guilt and shame. And Jesus has said, why are you doing that? Why are you carrying it around? I've forgiven you. Won't you forgive yourself? Who that? Oh, that's not mine. Oh, that must be somebody in the booth. <laughs> and, and, and give thanks. As a remembrance of the Holy Name, for his anger is but for a moment. His favor, listen to this thing, is for life. God's favor is for life. God's favor is just and is righteous. God is no respecter of persons. Never get God's favor misconstrued with something that the world had come up with. God gave me favor, so he moved me up in the front of the DMV line. That ain't favor. You done cut the line. I'm just... You know, I'm just saying, you know, be careful how you, we, we think about that. God, I'm walking in God's faith. I'm blessed of the Lord. And whatever he do for me, I'll be satisfied. But God will never bless me at the expense of somebody else. For someone else to feel like, that ain't right. God, God, is, God, God is looking for folks to come to know him in a personal way and experience his blessing. He said his favor is for life. Here's the punchline to the subject today. Weeping may endure for a night. God, help me make it through the night. With whatever it is that I'm dealing with, God, help me to make it through the I, I say this when I go to the dentist. You get that long needle out. sit up in that chair, look like you're in a spaceship, and you know what's coming. The drills start going, smoke start coming up, and I start quoting this scripture. His favor is for life, weeping may endure for a night, <laughs> but joy comes in the morning. Joy comes when I get up out of this chair. See, when the sun comes up tomorrow morning, his, 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 his favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy coming in the morning. So what am I saying, saints? In the midst of everything that's going on in your life, don't forget God. Call upon the 
the name of Jesus in the midnight hour. He will hear you. He will answer you. He will bless you. He will bring you through, and he will, he will breathe on you that you will be able to sleep in him, knowing that your God never fails. See, over in Luke 18 and 1, he said, Jesus spoke a parable to them and said, man should always pray and not faint. Sometimes we're laying up in the bed and we're counting all these problems. We're counting all these situations. But what we need to be doing is saying, God, help, Lord. In the name of Jesus, touch him, touch her, fix this situation, Lord. I'm trusting you. Thank you, Lord. And when we fix our mind on Jesus, he'll make ways out of no way. And this ain't something new. This is no new concept. You remember Daniel in the lion's den? You remember why he ended up in the lion's den? Because he kept praying three times a day to the God of heaven, opened up his window and said, oh, God, even down here in this place, I'm giving you praise. And the devil got mad, set up a, a situation where the king had to sign a decree that if anybody prayed to any other God, he's going to be thrown into the lion's den. Now, who in here want to be thrown into a lion's den? Hello. Not me. I mean, you ever watch National Geographic? <laughs> no, you don't. And, and you got a bunch of hungry lions in a den for punishment for folks? No, I don't want to go in there. But, but Daniel kept praying to the Lord, and the trap was set. And when the king recognized that he had been duped into signing this decree that would cause Daniel to be thrown in the lion's den, it broke his heart, but he was a king. He was a heathen king, and he had to stand to his word. So he was saying, no doubt in his mind, that old king of Persia was saying, God, help me make it through the night. Lord, help Daniel make it through the night. Because I signed a decree, and I was set up, and I didn't want it to happen. I love this young man. He's been a blessing down here, but now he's in the lion's den. He was a heathen. The Bible picks up in Daniel 6 and 17. It says, a stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den. In short, Daniel's in the lion den and he can't get out. Sometime we're thrown in the lion's den. It says, the king sealed the stone with his own royal seal and the seals of his nobles so that no one could rescue Daniel. He signed it, he delivered it, but he didn't want to do it. But because of his word, because of the laws of the land, he had to stick with his word. Then the king returned to his palace. This is this thing. I'm getting ready to close all this out. Then the king returned to his palace and spent the night fasting the night fasting. I'm not eating it. No chili dog for him. Spent the night fasting. He refused his usual entertainment. You know how they did entertainment and they had the wiggling girls all running all around them and stuff. He, he said, I don't want none of that. I'm just saying, yeah, some of this from the movie, but this way I see it. <laughs> you know, the music, wah, 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 you know, throwing grapes in his mouth. No, he's fasting, and he don't want no entertainment. The king
king ret returned to his palace and spent the night fasting. He refused his, his usual entertainment. And listen to this, and couldn't sleep all that night. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Work my fingers to the bone. Yeah. Couldn't, he couldn't sleep at all that night. Very early the next morning, the king got up and hurried out to the lion's den. Why did he get in a hurry to go to the lion? He loved Daniel. He didn't want to see Daniel eaten up by the lion. He knew he had guilt in his heart because he had signed that he had to do it. He was set up. The king got up and hurried out to the lion's den. When he got there, he called out, listen to this, in anguish. He cried out in anguish, Daniel, Daniel. That's how much he loved him, crying out. Have you ever had to cry out? He said, this is what he said, Daniel, servant of the living God. This is a heathen. This is someone who, who don't know this God of Daniel. But he's seen the God of Daniel in Daniel. In Daniel. He said, Daniel, servant of the living God. Listen to this. Was your God whom you serve? so faithfully able to rescue you from the lions? Was he able to do it? I've been hearing you praying. I've been hearing testimonies about you. Is this God that you've been serving, is he able to do it? Oh, my God. And Daniel answered, long live the king. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then I start thinking in my mind, what king is he talking about? Thank you, Lord. Yes, long live the King Darius, but long live King Jesus. Hallelujah. Who have, who have shut the lion's mouth. Thank you, God. Mm. Hallelujah. Paul and Silas was locked up in jail, in stocks and bonds for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And no doubt they, it was, and the Bible says, what do the Bible say? In, in Acts 16, 25. But at midnight, mind you now, their life is not worth 10 cents now. They're locked up for preaching the gospel. They don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. They may have been saying, oh, God, help us make it through the night. But they weren't worried to get to a point, I'm not worried no more. I'm going to give God praise. I'm going to give God glory. Whatever my situation is, I'm going to sing praises to my God. The Bible says, but at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying. At midnight, they were praying and singing hymns to God in jail. With, the, with, the, with locked up on lockdown. But it's something on the inside of them that was working on the outside that had made a change in their life. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Some pretty brother said, what is wrong with them? Won't y'all shut up and go to bed? I said, oh, no, we got to praise him. We got to give him glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. My life may be on the line, but I'm going to give God praise on this night, for he's worthy to be praised. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake. They sang it and praising God, and the, and the prisoners and lived all of a sudden a big 5.2. Somebody said, what is going on around this joint? Thank you, Lord. Suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately 
immediately, Thursday night saints. Hallelujah. And immediately all the doors were open. And everyone's chains were loose at midnight. Oh, Lord, help us make it through tonight. Thank you, God. Those things that's on your heart and on your mind that's so dear to you and it's so crushing and heavy. Listen, God hears, he sees, he knows, and he's working it out for you. Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. I found out that one with God is the majority. I found out that I'm on the Lord's side and it makes me mighty glad. Swim, sink, or drown on the Lord's side. I will stay. I will not delay because he's coming to rescue me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He opens up the door. He makes the way. He gives sight to the blind. He unstopped deaf ears. He raised the dead. He's able to do anything. That wayward son, that wayward doubt is no match for God. He said, let's keep on praying for him. Let's keep praying for her. Lift them up before the Lord. And don't be surprised when the earthquake hit. Their chains will start breaking. And they'll come crying out, what must I do to be saved? Praise God. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Help me to hold out until my change has come. We used to sing a song years ago. You probably know the song. It says, through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, I have learned to depend upon his word what a message help me make it through the night how many are here this morning because he helped you make it through the night amen as we prepare we need our ladies up here to get us started get us prepared for the communion we're going to pray First, okay. All right, come on up and then let us pray first and then we will proceed with the communion, the Lord's Supper. As the ladies are preparing, we can bow our heads and pray. Father, this afternoon, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to hold out. Lord, we are thankful because we know our change has come. We know our change, if it hasn't already come, is coming. We're trusting in you today. Lord, many of us, Lord, had night last night where we could not sleep. Things were on our minds. Lord, it wasn't children. It wasn't families. Just, we couldn't just, couldn't sleep. We just didn't have rest. Oh, God, give us rest tonight. Give us rest in our souls even right now, God, as only you can. Lord, you know what's inside of us. You know what's stirred us up. You know what's bothering us deep down inside of us. So right now, God, we thank you for this opportunity as we come before you to bless us, Lord, with your very presence 
because in your presence is fullness of joy and at your right hand pleasures evermore. We thank you, Lord, for the peace of God that passes understanding even now, God. And as we prepare to go into this ceremony, Lord, this time where we commune with you, where we understand what you did for us and how you loved us, be with us. Bless our hearts in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen.